Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. Today we're starting a brand new series called Warrior. Today's sermon is titled, When Is It Time to Throw a Punch? Have you ever wanted to punch someone? Yeah, me too. And so today we're going to learn when is it time to throw the right punches. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast starting right now. All right, online campus, good morning. How are you guys? So glad that you're tuning in with us today. Man, y'all were looking good. Y'all are looking good. <clears throat> Sorry to miss morning. Kind of is a little off, and we're trying to do the best we can today and, and trying to make it work with limited resources. But sometimes technology just doesn't work with us the best the way we want them to. Sometimes our devices won't communicate with the other devices like they should. It's a constant battle. But today we're starting a brand new series called Warrior. Warrior. Anybody ever had a battle they faced? Had to go to battle. A war battle. I need y'all's help. Online campus, I won't be able to see you guys, but you can post a picture of it. I want to see you guys here in person. Help me. Make a war face. Y'all ready? One, two, three. The best one you got. All right? Everybody good? Ready? All right? War face. One, two, three. I was the only one. What's wrong with y'all? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> y'all, man, y'all scaring me. <laughs> I got to go try my war face again. You know what I'm saying? But war face. War face. Man, we're constantly facing battles. But today I want to talk to you, and today's sermon is entitled, When It's Time to Throw a Punch. When It's Time to Throw a Punch. Anybody here wanted to throw a punch at somebody? Or is it just me? I've wanted to punch a few things in my life, a few people. Sometimes I still want to punch a few people. <laughs> Going to patients, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the ones I know I work in healthcare. And I'm very great to our patients. I'm not ever mean to them ever. Sometimes I think back and I'm like, man, I really like the sock and bop this person. Adults, y'all remember sock and boppers? Soccer boppers? Anybody? Christine, it's okay. You can laugh. <laughs> All right, Chan. I'll ask Andrew when I see him. Soccer bibles. They're so cool. It's a little game set on tables, blue and red. And you just, anyway, that's not the right game, is it? How many of you have actually really been in a fist fight? Wanted to fight somebody. I know back in the day, say I have an older brother, an older brother. And any of those ones that have siblings know that there's the times that you wanted to pack a few punches with your older sibling or maybe your younger siblings or maybe you're one of the forgotten kids in the middle. You guys will get that next week. If you're a middle kid, I'm sorry. But listen, there's been times where we wanted to fight. <clears throat> Sometimes we, we look at, the, at, at our situations that we're in and we really think violence could be the answer, right? Sometimes you're like, man, if I could just knock them out, just lay them out, just put them out, and that way I ain't got to deal with it no more, I just lay them down. I just put him out. Just boom, you know what I'm saying? Maybe this year, at the beginning of 2022, you started one of those New Year's resolution things, my bobs. How many of you still sticking to it? Here we are, September 4th of 2022, nine months into the year, and none of y'all is stuck to your New Year's resolution. How many of you want to punch yourself in the face? <laughs> Anybody? You, <laughs> me too. I mean, for me, I, every year I'm starting a new diet plan. I, every January comes around, I'm like, man, I got to lose X amount of weight this year. I got to do it. And, and, and all of a sudden, I just don't stick to that plan. You let me tell you what me and my brother fought a lot about we had this thing called Nintendo. Nintendo. 
And there was this cool game called Super Mario Bros. Or in my house, we call it Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Hence the shirt. <laughs> but me and him, we would sit there and we would constantly have to fight one another with who's going to be the best at the video game. This started a lot of arguments in my house. This started a lot of, I'm going to punch him in the face. I'm going to take him. I'm going to throw the controller at him. or you know, Because he was older, he would all the time be beating me. I think he cheated. I'm about 100% sure he cheated, but it made me, it made me really want to go a punch. <laughs> and there's times we do some punches. Maybe there's times that you're ready to face these battles in life because we've had bad relationships. We've had things that we wish we could have got revenge on people. Maybe we want to get back at our debt collectors because we're so upside down in debt. For me and Tasha, we're chasing financial freedom. And today we're going to start by learning how when to throw the right punches, when to throw them at the right time. And so this series is going to be really great. We're going to be talking about being warriors. And you guys show me your war faces. So I'm going to need you all to do me a favor. Here in a little while, I need you to take a selfie of your war face and push it on Facebook. Hashtag Medic Church. Y'all do us a favor. Put hashtag Medic Church on your church posts. That way we can see them. And when people search Medic Church, it'll pop up and they can see what's going on. I need y'all to do that. Hashtag Medic Church. For the ones that don't know what that is, you older people, the, the number symbol on the phone. And then Medic Church after it, all one word. <laughs> all right. So, so we're going to talk deep into this today. It tells us in Exodus 15 and 3, the Lord is a warrior. The Lord is a warrior. And the Lord is his name. Now that ought to be spiking some excitement to you guys today. The Lord is a warrior. And we picked these songs today because they talked about God's going to go before us. He's going to fight these battles. We don't have to fight battles alone. As we begin to pray and we begin to talk to God and, and seek after God. And you know, I had to do the music this week and it's not, not something I typically do. But I was like, God, what do you want me to, to uh, sing this week or attempt to sing? <laughs> Amen. And he began to say, hey, he began to show me what to play. And then the software we used gave an error on some of the things that we were thought, that Michael thought, hey, this would be a good fit. But God said, no, I have other plans. Because God has, had, he knows the battles that each one of you were facing. Each of us have our own set of battles that we're facing this very moment. Maybe you woke up and you're like, man, I know I got to go in this battle this week. I got to go face Goliath. I got to go face the enemy that's out there. It's going to be a rough week. I'm facing all these different challenges, but you are here today and know that the Lord is a warrior and he's fighting on your behalf. Y'all check it out. Check it out. In Matthew 10, 34, it says, don't. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. He's talking about Jesus here. He said, don't suppose that I've come to bring peace to earth. Peace on earth, good will to men. It's a lie. <laughs> he said, I've come to bring a sword. The sword is a reference to his Bible. Or the Bible that we speak, the words of God is sharper than what? A two-edged sword. <laughs> it's sharp. And my daughter, she's in a Christian school. My daughters are in a Christian school and they have Bible study stuff that they have to go over. And they were looking at this verse not too long ago. And, and, and she was like, Daddy, what does it mean to be sharper than a two-edged sword? 
What does that mean? So when you speak the words of God and you speak out the word of God, it's sharper than any two-edged sword out there. For the ones that don't know what a two-edged sword is, imagine a sword on two, two blades on each side. God did not come to bring peace on earth. He came to bring a sword. Jesus done got violent. A lot of us want to look at Christ and like, well, Christ had it easy. Christ didn't have to face any battles. Christ had it going on. He could have said at any moment, stop anything that he was going through. And we see this to be non-true in Luke 4. It tells us that Satan tempted Jesus on a few different occasions. And he got to a point where Jesus was in the wilderness on a 40-day fast. I don't know about y'all, but I've been on a three-day fast, and that was bad. I did a 21-day fast. It was rough, but I've never done a 40. But Jesus did it. And, and he got to the mountain, and, and he got to the cliff, and, and, and Satan was like, hey, Jesus, just throw yourself off the cliff. And if you do this, all this will be yours. The rewards will be yours. See, the enemies, the, the, the battles that we're facing today are, are the, is the enemy. And the ultimate battles that we're facing, that we're going through, is sin and Satan and hell. And it's the things that we're having to constantly face in the battles we face. A guy told me, he said, man, I'd really like to have your life. You have it easy. You have it going on. I said, uh-uh. I said, I wish that were true because I face so many battles. I all the time tell people, I said, the difference between me and you, I have a fancy title. I get up on Sunday mornings and preach. I said, but I still have the same battles you may face. I still have the same financial struggles. I still have the same uh, uh, struggles of, of wanting to overeat a lot of times. <laughs> Worrying, sadness, happiness, joyfulness, depression, you name it, I go through it too. But check this out. <clears throat> In Revelation 19 here, verse 11, he said, I, I saw heaven open up and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and Truth. With just, with just, he judged and waged war. Now check this out. I like this part here. His eyes are like a blazing fire and on his heads are many crowns. See, I'll picture it with me. This is John here. He's seeing this prophecy getting ready to take place in the Bible, in the, in the latter days, in the coming of Christ. This is what he's prophesied in the vision that he saw. He saw a white horse, the man sitting on top of it. I don't know about y'all. I'd be like, man, did I eat something bad? Did they give me something bad over there at the, at the uh, Jerusalem club over there? I mean, did I get something? Did it mess me up? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Because he was like, man, I, I, I see this. I, I see a blazing fire from his eyes. I can't even begin to imagine this. Now, for you guys that don't know, I, I like to do video editing, and I love that stuff. And, and there's ways that you can go in there and you can add what they call green screens to add special effects. Like you guys see in movies, it's called CGI. I don't know how to perfect it very good, but I've been able to do certain things. And, and uh, uh, I've I, I attempted one time to make this guy's eyes have fire coming out of it. It looked pretty cool, but I couldn't get it dialed in just quite right. It looked dysfunctional, so I had to delete it. But anyway, but, 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 but there was fire coming through his eyes. John seen this. 
Check this out, check it out. Verse 13 in Revelation 19. He is his dressed in a robe dripped in blood and his name is the word of God. Verse 15, coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword, excuse me, uh, which, with which to strike down the nation. Verse 16 here, on his robe and on his thigh, he has the name written King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now, I don't know about y'all, his robe was drifting some blood, you know what I'm saying? I don't, that's the team I want to be on over there. You know, you think about this, you go, you, go into a, you go into a battle and you see this guy, he's coming out and, he, you know, you watch those war movies, the heroes coming out and, you know, you tell he's tired, but he's all dirty, he's all beat up and he's got blood running down. You know he's done been in some stuff and he's conquered it though. He's carrying the flags, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's the, kind, that's the kind of person that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on his team because, you know, he just messed somebody up. <laughs> I'd hate to see what the other guy looks like. You know what I mean? You ever seen that and thought about that in the movies? I really want to know what that other guy looks like now that he's coming out. See, God has given every warrior someone to protect. God has given every warrior someone to protect. And that's good to know that we have an angel of protection. Somebody that's going to be there to fight the battles with us. And what I like about when we read the Bible and we get to study and we get to see and we, and we take it all in and we get to absorb it is when we call out the name of Jesus and we begin to pray, there's 10,000 angels that's going to surround us and be there and surrounding us through our battles and situations. So he gives us someone to protect. <clears throat> he says, do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome in fighting for your families, your sons, and your daughters, and your wives, and your homes. Sounds like some Braveheart stuff here. Anybody ever seen the movie Braveheart? It's got Mel Gibson in it. <laughs> See, he died for us. Jesus came on the earth and he died for each one of us. How many of you today would die for a loved one? Your spouse? your kids, your grandkids. I know a few weeks ago, about a month or so now, we had a, uh, an event take place and thankfully nobody was hurt in the event that happened. But it broke my heart because I couldn't get a hold of my family. And I was worried about them. <clears throat> and, 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 it, and it hurt me, but I knew if I was there and we were in the situation and, and the situation, the outcome would have been a little bit different, I would have took a bullet for my family. I would have sacrificed myself. I'm going to protect them at all costs. Don't mess my family. There's a few things I don't mess with in my life. <laughs> I don't mess about my money. I don't play about my family. And I don't play about my church. <laughs> Those three things. And my food. Don't mess with my food either. <laughs> It's okay, you can laugh. <laughs> this is Trina, by the way. She's invisible. It's an inside joke. Second Samuel 10 and 12. It says, be strong and let us fight bravely for our people in the cities of our gods. Each week, we take criticism. We get, I mean, I wouldn't believe some of the things people talk about us, this church. But you know what? I'm going to fight for our church. I'm going to fight for you guys. I'm going to fight tooth and nail are we full of people that are imperfect 100%? Anybody in here perfect not me? If you are, tell me a secret because I need some help. <clears throat> and people, 
people say, hey, well, you you got these things and you got those things and you sing new music, you don't preach out of this Bible, you don't do this, you don't do that, da 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 da, da. the list goes on. But you know what we do? We love people just as God loves us. We're going to love you because God's gave us people to protect. We're not going to cross, we're gonna, not going to draw lines to keep people out. We're going to cross lines to bring people in because we want to see life restored in people and let God restore that brokenness in our lives. Our every desire is Christ, and that's what we're boldly facing or going after each and every day. We're going to fight for our people. There's people that I've went tooth and nail to fight for them because I believed in them. I believe and I seen what God was going to do in their life and what God's called them to do, and I fought for them. When everybody else was against them, we were fighting for them because God gave us people to protect. Let's check this out. A kingdom to advance. God has given every warrior a kingdom to advance. Y'all check this out. When Jesus had called the 12 together, talking about 12 disciples here, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. Ooh, y'all check that out. He gave them the power and authority, power and authority to drive out all demons and cure diseases. Luke 9 and 1, which y'all check this out. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and heal the sick. God gave them the power and authority. Guess what? That same power that he gave those 12, he gave to you guys. He gave to us. He gave us the power and the ability and the authority to cast out demons, to, to cure diseases and heal the sick. Now listen, we're just the vessel that God's using. It's not us physically doing it, but it's God doing it. Y'all always hear me tell you, I don't have magical powers. I don't have no secret power, but it's the God through me. And it's because we believe what Luke 1 and 9 and or Luke 9, 1 and 2 says. We believe that we can cast out demons and that we can see the cure diseases, our diseases be cured. We can heal the sick in the name of God. It says, seek the kingdom of God first. You hear that? Seek the kingdom of God. It didn't say seek the kingdom of Michael. It didn't say seek the kingdom of Trina. Oh, Trina's over here. It didn't say seek the kingdom of Trina. It says, seek the kingdom of God. Because God is first. And when we pray, pray after God. How do we pray, Pastor Michael? If you don't know how to pray, that's okay. I'm going to give you some simple instructions. P-R-A-Y, praise. Praise God for what he's done in your life. God, thank you for allowing me to wake up each and every day. Thank you for the water I have in my house to brush my teeth, to take a shower. Number two, R, repent. God, forgive me of my sins. God, I, I've stumbled, I fell this week. Somebody cut me off in traffic, I got mad, I got angry. So repent. Hey, ask, ask God, hey God, I need you to touch Sally Sue. You know, she's got a surgery this week, God, touch her. God, touch her life. God, help my aunt uh, uh, Frank over here, <coughs> or Aunt Bobby. I got my names all twisted up. <laughs> touch my aunt over here. You know, she's got some things going on in her life. God, touch her. And then why yourself? God, hey, you know, I got this test coming up. God, help me to get through that test. God, help me to get that promotion. So pray, pray, pray. Praise him, repent, 
ask for others, and then yourself. And pray it in the name of Jesus. Believe it. Seek God first. See, our ministries that we have, we fight for them. We go after them and we give them our all because we have a kingdom to advance. Why do we have children's ministry? Why do we have a nursery? Why do we have a youth ministry here at Manic Church? Because we want to have the kingdom to keep advancing. Because what we have in here and what we have in the, what we call the big church or the main church is we want the same thing that we get and the same experience to flow through them so when the next generation comes up, they can continue spreading the gospel of Jesus. They'll continue to start crossing lines instead of drawing lines to keep people out. We have those things because we want the kingdom to keep moving forward. We've got a generation that we feel that it's lost and dying that needs reviving and that's why we have revived student ministry that's our middle schoolers and our high schoolers we got uh, rescue kids when we start them at a young age our first to fifth graders where they get in there and they learn about Christ they get a listen I don't know if you guys know this or not but each week they get a, a, a curriculum level based on them they're not just in there playing games this isn't what we call a nursery service here. We have our kids' class, and we have a lesson that, that they can, it's, it's broke down so they can understand it, that they can absorb it, and they can live life to the fullest. And it's constantly changing because it's video-based. It's really cool. And then our children's pastor, he's amazing. He's on vacation this week, loser. Uh, he's my dad, I can say it. And Fernando, he's a loser too, but he's not my dad. But, but we want to instill in them because we want the kingdom of God to continue. To advance we have the authority in our lives to get rid of distractions I love cell phones I love technology I love uh, you know editing music editing videos I love all that stuff and I have the authority when it becomes a distraction to put it all down see the enemy wants to get us distracted when I tried to put the video up this week and create that recap video for the water baptism it took me three days to do it because the enemy wanted to keep me distracted. He wanted to keep me not focused on what God was trying to say, hey, this is so awesome for us to celebrate. We wanted to share that with you guys, and we wanted it to be a long-lasting memory, one, for our church history, but two, so the ones that, 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 that partake in that can go back and say, hey, this was me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I once was lost in this world, and I come up when I was new in Christ. The old them was dead and the new them began. But we have the authority to get rid of our distractions. Distracted warriors become destructive warriors. You hear that? Distracted warriors become destructive warriors. See, when we get distracted and we get off our post that we're supposed to be guarding, Destruction can easily take place. <clears throat> because the enemy's goal is to seek, kill, and destroy us. He's like a lion ready to pounce on the innocent sheep. His innocent prey that's out there. He's ready to attack at any moment. In just a moment that we let down our guard, these enemies there. You guys think maybe the battles you're facing today, maybe the enemy's right there and he's saying, you know what? You know you're a failure in life. You know that you haven't been here and you haven't done this and you failed at this and have this relationship that's broke. You have this finances that are in the tank. You know, you've messed up. He's, the, the enemy's waiting for that very moment to pounce on you and devour you, to seek out, to kill, steal, and destroy you. 
But I'm here to tell you that there's victory in Jesus. That we have a Savior that's gave us the kingdom to protect. We may be down for the count and it may look like that we're not going to survive it. But I'm here to tell you God's going to help you get back up. Because we have a battle to win. We have a battle to win. Psalms 114, 1 and 2 says, Praise be to the Lord, my rock, who trained my hands for war, my fingers for battle. That's pretty cool right there. I love David in the Bible because he reminds me a lot of myself. He was after God's own heart. David, we're going to learn about David in this series about when David messed up and he failed. Stay tuned. Y'all have to come back next week. I think it's in two weeks, but y'all got to be here for the whole thing. We have a battle to win. Now, I'm not talking about being the first one out there on the playground. I'm not talking about the first one to be into the lunch line. I got to get the Starbucks for the line get cray-cray down there so I can get my cappuccino, my uh, egg bites. and I've been to Starbucks a few times in my life. <laughs> Lost my train of thought. But it's not about getting to the playground first. But it's about being ready for the battles that we're going to face. Pastor Michael, how do we get ready for a battle? I can't encourage you guys enough to pray. Pray every day. There's an old saying that we used to say, pray and read your Bible every day so you'll grow, grow, and grow. When we get deep-rooted in God's words and when the lion starts to jump at us and we're ready to fight. We're ready to go after that. And today, I want you to declare that the battles that you're facing are already won. We sung that song, the battles you're going through, the things that you're facing have already been won in the name of Jesus. The things that you're dealing with have already been won. God went before us so we didn't have to go alone. There's nothing in this world that can go against the power of Christ. No matter what we're facing, nothing, nothing, nothing is impossible for God to touch. There's no power in the, in the enemy's world that's too dark for God to bring light to. Read your Bibles, pray every day, tap into. Eventually, we're going to have life groups here at the church. And I encourage you to be involved in those things. We're trying to work on some things, so you know, bear with us for that. But life groups are a way that we all can connect and we can come together and let God still continue to build those relationships. See, we have victory in Jesus. That old song they used to sing Victory in Jesus. I don't remember all the words, but. I knew somebody would know it. And I grew up in church my entire life. But how do we step out? How do we step out? Because victory isn't always what you conquer later. Y'all ever heard that saying, well, they may have won the battle, but they ain't lost the war. Anybody ever heard that? Me too. I hear it all the time. You may have lost the battle. And you may have won the battle, but you ain't lost the war yet. I love this countdown that we had in, in, the, in the video because it shows a boxer. And if anybody's ever watched boxing, it's a really cool sport that's out there. Uh, it's a little violent, but it is pretty cool. But they're in there and they're fighting. And what's happening is it's usually two dudes get in the ring and, and they start boxing. 
I don't know the time frame that they had to fight uh, for the rounds, but they're in there, they're boxing together. And their goal is to knock their opponent out. And, and, and that's what happens. A lot of times, we're just like the boxers. In the situations, we feel like that we're fighting and we're fighting. We've been hit and we've been knocked to the ground. But what I, the thing within boxing is, is when you hit the ground, they start counting to 10. And I like how they do it because it's funny. The little ref, he's like, he's like this. Y'all take it out. And he goes all the way to him. I like how he does his arms. He's like, <laughs> he's got that war face. <laughs> but when we're laying there on the ground, we feel like all hope's lost. I'm down for the count. I can't recover. But listen, you know who they have in their corner? Hey, Trina, get up. Keep fighting. You're not done yet. Keep going. Hey, you got to go. You got to get up. I'm here. Everybody's watching you. Everybody's needing you to get up. You got this, man. You got to keep going. You got to keep fighting. This guy, he's, he's, he's man, he's just a little tiny, uh, a little tiny thing. You got this. You can overcome this. Get back up. He has somebody rooting him on and fighting for him. That's the same way within Christ. When we stumble, we feel like we're down for the count. God's sitting there. He's rooting us on because he's there to wrap his loving arms around us. And you know what I love about wrestling, not wrestling, wrestling too, but, but in uh, boxing, is even if he would have lost the match, his coach is still there saying, hey man, you'll get him next time. He's still there loving him and supporting him. Because victory is being faithful and obedient today. So we have the ability to get rid of things that we're going to face in the future by eliminating those distractions today. Victory is being faithful and obedient. Hey, Bill, you got 10 more seconds in the ring. Get back up. Get back up. It's just 10 seconds, man. You got this. You got it. Just keep going just a little bit further. And he gets back up. See, see, Jesus wasn't just victor, victorious when he gave his life on the cross. See, everybody thought that's when it all ended. See, the enemy there at that very moment when Jesus died on the cross, they thought, hey, it's done. We've won. We've won the war. He's dead. He's gone. He ain't coming back. We're it. And I'm sure hell was having one big party celebrating. The enemy was like, yeah, man. There's this guy named Carmen when I was about Lily's age. Come out with a song called Champion. Called Champion. And what was cool about it is it was like a boxing match between Jesus and Satan. And as this thing went on, <clears throat> Satan in the particular music video knocked Jesus out. And they're all celebrating. And the countdown began. Ten, nine, all the way to one. But it never made it to one because Jesus got up. See, see, people thought, the, the enemy thought that the, the victory was at the cross. They thought they had it in the bag. But see, Jesus got up three days later. 
And that's what the, that's when the real battle took place because while he was there and he went from you know from the cross to the grave, he was there. He took and then he went to hell and he took life back. And that's why we say, hey, we're giving new life back in, in Christ. And that's why, man, I tell you what, <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> it's so great knowing that we had victory, Jesus. So great knowing that that whatever we face today, that Jesus is there and he loves us. It's great knowing, and we talked about this a little earlier, is that Jesus, when the situations in our life, when, he, when things happen, he doesn't get upset and mad at us and flip tables on us. See, when, when the enemy, or when Jesus went to the temple, they were doing some really bad things at the temple. They were cheating the people. They were mistreating the people. And God, or Jesus got upset. Key word is Jesus got upset. But what's significant about the story is when Jesus got upset, he didn't get angry at the people. He didn't start flipping table, or he didn't start he didn't start flipping on the people. He didn't turn his back on the people that were messing up. He started flipping their tables over. He started flipping things over, and he's like, "No, we're not doing this in my house. How you guys are treating people isn't how we're supposed to be treating people. Maybe people's done you wrong. Maybe that's a constant battle you're facing today that, hey, somebody's done me wrong. Somebody's done me really bad. Listen, don't let a bad situation separate you from the love of God. Because so many people say, hey, if they're going to treat me like that, listen, I'll be just transparent with you. Some of the way church people's treated me, I would never go back to church. That's just the reality. I let people people, church people, stop me from going to church. Stop me from God's calling. I walked away and I said, God, if that's how people are going to treat me in your house, I don't want to go back. But I let God restore the brokenness in my life. And God showed me, hey, you're not there because of the people. You're there because of me. Quit going to church for people. Come to church because you need a relationship with God. I don't go to the gym and work out because I want to go there for the people, show off for the people. I want to go there because I want to get healthy. I want to build a better self for me so I can live longer. That's why we come to church, to build that relationship with Christ. Now, it's good to have relationships with others. I'm not telling you not to come to church to have relationships with others. Y'all don't, don't misturn what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is there's people that I know right now because of the way that they were treated won't step foot back in another church. How sad is it going to be if they don't make a commitment to Christ and they get to the throne and he's looking through the book and he said, depart from me because you never knew me. How sad is it going to be because they let somebody else determine the way that they were going to have a relationship with Christ. You guys have the ability to determine your future, the battles that you're facing. Don't let somebody else stop you from the love of God. Because God loves you. 
You may be just like that video in that picture of the man that's falling down. Felt like he's lost the battle. But listen, God has your back. God loves you. And nothing that you do in this life is too bad to separate you from the love of God. Now hear me out. Nothing's too bad to separate you from the love of God. Pastor Michael, you don't know my past. You don't know what's going on in my life. Look, I was the guy that walked away from God. I was the one. I said, God, I don't have nothing else to do with you, but God called me back. He saved me. I got baptized. I'm living a new life in Christ. And look, I'm standing in front of you guys today leading the church. And I run away from God. If I can run away and I can not have a relationship with God and I can come back to Him, so can you. And today, I encourage you that whatever battles you're facing, to keep going on and keep pushing forward and give it to God. Pray, pray, pray. Praise Him, repent, ask for others, and then yourself. Let's pray today. God, I just want to thank you so much for this day. I want to thank you for everybody that's here, God. God, I want to thank you for dying on the cross for me, for our online campus, God, and everybody that's here, our podcast listener, God. God, anybody that's going to listen to this, God, we thank you for coming to this earth and dying for us. God, no matter what we're struggling with, no matter what we're facing today, God, God, just reassure us that you're right there with us. God, take us and guide our steps, Father. God, when we stumble, when we mess up, God, just reassure us you're there to pick us up, God. God, start and show us that you're never going to leave us, that you're never going to forsake us, God. And if you want to make a decision for Christ today, all you have to do is say this simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Thank you for coming to this earth and dying on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins. Help me when I stumble and I fall and I make mistakes. God, reassure me that you're always going to be there with me. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning into the Medic Church podcast. Today, if you need prayer, you can go to medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Our team's standing by ready to pray and believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. Would you consider partnering with us right now so we can continue providing podcasts just like this one? You can do so by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash give you can do a one-time gift a reoccurring gift we just ask that you pray and give from your heart today join us back next time as we give another life-giving message all right we'll see you soon